let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Two Fred is coming for you. That's too scary. You can't start Three, an episode like that. Four, Fred is <sighs> I'm jumping like rope. Your, your. I'm Five, jumping six, rope. grab that, that crucifix. I said now seven, eight, ha <laughs> ha, do it again, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> seven, eight, do it again, Freddy. You know how it goes. Dude, you just spoiled the whole thing. Everybody <laughs> now knows what the episode's Did all about. Shoot. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, you guys. You know who it is. It's your boy again with his friend and your friend. This is Andy Diaz and Gabe Martinez. And together we are a podcast called Who Who Let Let You You Watch Watch That? That? We are reliving the trauma of youth every week through movies, you guys. And this week we are starting off into a world of horror and scariness. And for the next, I don't know, month and a half. Things are going to be scary, and I am not ready for this because I live in an old house now, and things are going to get spooked up, and the things that we do for you guys are about to make my normal life scary, but we love you, <laughs> and we are here today to have a lot of fun with a movie that, oh, to me, is a little special nugget, and I know to my buddy Gabe, this is one of his favorite movies just ever you guys mm-hmm. and i am absolutely beyond excited to get into this one today you know when me and gabe were first coming up with a list of movies that we were going to be doing together this one was on like the top of the list you know it was like me saying robocop and then gabe going this movie which we're going to talk about in a second because no one knows what it is yet but <laughs> before we get into any of that gabe gabe do you have any new business Andy, I have no new business today. There we go, my <laughs> friend. Um, How about you? I do not have any new business. <laughs> I was thinking about doing a rebuttal on uh, Olivia Rodrigo, but I'm still too hurt still. <laughs> she lied to us, so I have no new, new business on that. This is now the Olivia Rodrigo quarter. <laughs> yeah, instead of new business, we just talk about updates on the Olivia Rodrigo case. Did you hear? She ripped off Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, my gosh, actually. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, my Trent man. Trent Reznor. Uh-huh. Oscar winner. I know. Him and Atticus Finch or whatever. Atticus F- uh, yes. <laughs> Atticus Dumbledore. He has some sort of Stumbled- other other name. They went they went gilding the lily with that yeah. asshole's name. Atticus was already dildoy and then they're like, Oh, we're also is Atticus like Robotnik or something. Robotnik. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Eggman, they call him for short. Eggman, that's the one. Yeah. Trent Reznor and Eggman. <laughs> I am the Eggman. Oh shoot, we cannot sing any of that. We will be taking off of all the things. <laughs> that's a line from Sonic the Hedgehog, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Guys, we are gonna be talking about a movie today. That is going to spook your pants off. So I hope you're listening to this on your way to work and not your way home from work when it's dark and spooky out. Oh, you mean like we're recording this at midnight? <laughs> Why did we do this? Yeah. Why are we talking about this movie now? <laughs> it's a it's a dumb, stupid mistake. But oh. you know what? Our foolishness is your gain because yes. tonight we're talking about a movie 
that is universally loved and terrifying. And this is a precursor to what we've been hinting uh, yeah. for a while, that October will be a month of nothing but spooky episodes. Yeah. And this one will probably be the last week of September when you're listening to this. Yeah. But, I was trying to do the math on it. But yeah. If, if we're wrong and there's another one in there, hey, this is free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tell, put your complaints in, on a card and put them up your ass because yeah. no one's going to listen to it. Yeah. Send us an email that we'll add it to new business. Yeah. To the exactly. Olivia Rodrigo quarter. Yeah. Well, 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 I can't promise we'll stop talking about Olivia Rodrigo bullshit. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> long enough to read your email, but we will read it. We will read it. But, Gabe, before we jump into. The madness that awaits us. I have a task for you, my friend. A task we do every week and a task that our listeners are waiting for. Can you describe this movie? Tell me about this movie in five words or less. Yes, Andy. And I'm going to go six for six and have zero preparation, <laughs> but try to do something in five right on the nose. And I'm going to say... Child murderer gets no love. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? This child murderer, he can't catch a break, man. He can't catch a break. He's getting no love, no respect. Child murderer gets no love. (laughs) No love in life or death, you guys. No, exactly. Our friends, we are talking about the 1984 horror classic, horror staple. A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I can't for the life of me remember the tune. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> there it is. That's the, that's the theme. I, I forgot. I need you tonight. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not sleeping. That's it. That's it. You were totally right. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't you love how the stars light up sometimes? I do. That was so good. <laughs> oh, my word. Written and directed by not less, but Wes is more Craven. <laughs> uh, Wes Craven, holy smokes, one of the most important Writer directors in uh, all of uh, cinema, but yeah. especially in the in the world of horror. Horror, man. I mean, you just uh, a king of just the genre. I mean, yeah. And then to do it again in like the '90s and stuff with Scream, yes. And it's just <laughs> how the do dude, you do it, man? Yeah. yeah. The, the dude we could we could talk the entire time just about him. The man yeah. is incredible. But this movie is. Uh, in, in my opinion, uh, this is his masterpiece. Absolutely. I think he did a, a, a countless beautiful movies, just incredible. A Nightmare on Elm Street and the, and the, and the character of Freddy Krueger is synonymous. I mean, this is the movie that launched a million nightmares. Like, mm-hmm. this is the thing that ruined your life <laughs> if you were yes. a kid watching this. This is the thing... That also, I'm still to this day, there are shots, practical shots, effect shots that they did in this that are mind blowing. Yeah. Like <laughs> watching it recently for the rewatch, too. I've seen this movie 155 times. Seeing this in the rewatch, I'm, I'm just like, still, especially as a director, I'm just like, I know how they did it, yeah. but uh, to do it at the time, holy shit, is it mind blowing the, that they the did 80s, this? Yeah. Oh, it's so great. So great. Uh, the, one of the first horror movies that 
was fun, but also scared your balls off. <laughs> uh, man, it's wild. Andy, you want to read the log line? Yes, I do, my friend. Uh, log line reads, the monstrous spirit of a... I cannot read it's right here. my own writing. The monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer seeks revenge by invading the dreams of teenagers who parents were responsible for his untimely death. I mean, that <laughs> sounds like the writer is sympathetic to Freddie. <laughs> untimely <laughs> death. Untimely death. The guy's he had, a child murderer. He had so much more child murder ahead of him. <laughs> Cut doubt in his prime. Cut down. He only did 20 in the single neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Cut down in his prime. Just burned to death. Uh, unceremoniously. Yeah, poor guy. Poor, poor guy. Gets no love. <laughs> he gets no love. That's what I'm telling you. I said it, and I'm sure everybody was like, okay, I know this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of child murder movies out there, and a lot of them, they get their love. They get their respect. Yeah. But not Fred Krueger. Not, not Fred, Fred Krueger. Yep. With uh. his dumpy old hat and his <laughs> shitty sweater. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Just that... Oh, that poor sweater. I know. <laughs> Iconic, but gets no love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, starring the the absolute wonderful Heather Langecamp? Langecamp? I, I always heard it was Lagencamp. Lagencamp? Okay. Yeah. L- Lan- Langencamp. Lagencamp. Yeah. Um, absolutely fantastic. You know, playing our our, our lead, Nancy. Nancy? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you know her from everything, you know, from New Nightmare. And then you also know her from uh, just the 10 of us. Just an amazing Hollywood powerhouse. Um, <laughs> as I get the side eye from Gabe. As we get to the no-name guy who's in his very first movie that no one ever remembers. Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow himself. <laughs> Mr. Willy Wonka, back on the podcast. <laughs> Man, there's a through line with everything we do here, dude. I planned it out, dude. Oh, okay. I planned it out. <laughs> Even though this one was mine? Oh, you you knew, I knew. this was mine, so you picked Willy Wonka. <laughs> the wrong Willy Wonka, I realized. Yeah, exactly. It's confusing. Playing Glenn you shouldn't have had to look at your notes because Nancy screams Glenn six hundred times in this movie. Well, I, no, I was because I was thinking about saying the last name to Lance, and it was just one of those things where I went, "I'm just gonna go Glenn." Yeah, they never say his <laughs> yeah. last name. It's the same thing with Nancy. I don't think they mentioned Nancy Thompson at all. So. No, I don't think so. You just hear Nancy, yeah, um, which I'll get into on my story, um, and then the king of horror, man. Yeah, just the 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 master. The, the 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 king man who wants way too much for an autograph, <laughs> <laughs> Robert England himself, man, playing the iconic, the the up there. I mean, how many more iconic characters are there than Freddy Krueger? Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's definitely. I mean, as as wild and as big and as memorable as as Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. Yeah, like Ooh. Freddy Krueger is this gigantic thing um you know and there's we could talk about tina or uh rod they're they're in this movie too (laughs) (laughs) tina or rod you know the the actors everything the only other person that i wrote down on my notes is lynn shay who plays the teacher and you know this lady as the creepy bitch in any horror movie in the last 15 years because she is literally in every single version of the conjuring or insidious and if there's a creepy lady guess what that's lynn shay 
who plays the teacher in this movie. Lin Shay also uh, creepy, but to hilarious effect in Kingpin. Oh, yes. <laughs> she is the landlady. Who, uh. <laughs> yep. Who <laughs> demands to have her vagina tasted by Woody Harrelson so he can keep, stay in the apartment for another month. What is the lie? What is it about good sex that makes you need to take a shit? Yeah. Yeah. That's that same woman. That same woman. Gosh, she was creepy even back then. Yep. yep. Oh, man. I love her, though. Be on the podcast. Be on the podcast all day, every day. Talk about it in my dreams. (laughs) I have to mention someone. You you threw her out there, and she is important. But I have to mention possibly the worst actor (laughs) in the history of film. And that is Miss Ronnie Blakely. That's right. Nancy's mom. Nancy's mom. I have more notes about Nancy's mom than I do about anyone else in this thing because this woman was a dead-eyed cold fish the entire time saying the craziest shit I don't while have, looking off. To be such a important character in a movie... To reveal who Fred Krueger is. Oh, it's the guy that we killed. And to just to deliver the line with zero emotion zero. is... Zero. This movie is a masterpiece. It is. If there is a weakness in this movie, it is obviously Nancy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nancy's mom. And I get wh- why she was written like this. I get why why Wes was probably okay with her playing it this way. Because she was this sort of... You know, despondent drunk. Yeah. You know, she was this like day drunk, typical, like, or, or you know, like cliche, like housewife type thing. Yeah. Which divorced? divorced? Yeah. Question mark? I don't know. <laughs> Still like seeing it a hundred times. The the dad is just married to the job, I he's guess. He's married to the job. He's just, yeah. <laughs> Unless it involves his daughter trying to protect her because he's got other shit to do. He has other shit to worry about. Just go to sleep, honey. Oh, we'll talk yeah, about we'll that talk too. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's so good. But yeah, uh, amazing cast of characters, powerhouse writer, director, uh, just uh, yeah. uh, uh, an amazing, amazing movie that just has stood the test of time and spawned a million sequels that are, uh, that are just great. That are just super fun. Yeah. It, it's one of those things, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but just, man, those sequels, they realize that people like the fun part about Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Let's lean into that hard <laughs> yes and, uh, and i'll get i'll talk about that on my story but before we get into my story gabe this is your week this is your movie and i'm hearing that you got some stories to tell me about nightmare on a nightmare on elm street and who lets you watch that i do andy i do um in discussing what we're doing for this show, um, the question comes up quite often where it's like, well, hang on, man. We got to we gotta venture out from just our moms and our dads, like, you know, as the people who let us watch things, even though they let us watch the majority of our stuff. Yeah. It's like we got to get some love for, for the other uh, characters in our life. And there's no bigger character than my grandfather. Old Ralphie boy, my grandfather, Ralph Murdoch, uh, was, was a... As big and bold and crazy as a character as Fred Krueger, minus the murder. <laughs> really, I mean, a wild, crazy cowboy of a man uh, who just lived every day as just insanity. Now, I mean, he was 
very he seemed like a million years old when I first met him <laughs> when I was a little little kid. Uh but he was always just so fun. He was not a grandpa that like took you and did stuff. He was a grandpa that sat on the couch and like told you silly stories okay. and watched shows with you. Never what you wanted to watch. He was from the the old school where like no one in this home would ever dare touch the remote. He watched whatever he wanted, and if you wish to enjoy the television, you may sit and enjoy whatever he's enjoying. <laughs> and uh, there was no finer example of this than when he heard about this interesting movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> so, Ralph Murdoch, I'm going to give you a little bit about this because I think it's always fun to to talk about The Who and The Who let you watch this. Um, or watch that. The name of the podcast. I should get that right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we're doing here. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, so the the man uh, grew up on a farm in in rural Utah. Uh, went and served in the Navy. Served in the Korean War and was such such a badass. So he did not see any, as he says, action uh, in the Korean War. But because he was on a warship stationed off the coast of uh, Japan, he would get bored all day. So him and some of the other guys would do shit to pass the time. And one of the things they did, which I will never forget, and this is the coolest story on earth, so feel free, tuck in and enjoy this, and then steal it and say that your grandpa did this if your grandpa's a real pussy, uh, because (laughs) mine was uh, the exact opposite. So he and his buddies used to get shirtless, and they would climb up onto the gigantic guns. Oh, shit. The huge guns that hang off the side of these warships, and they would hug the guns, and the guns would fire around. They would then test to see how long you could hang on, because those barrels got insanely hot. What? And they would hold on as long as they could, and when they couldn't hold on anymore, they'd just simply let go and fall uh, four stories yeah. into the ocean. <laughs> they did it. They did it regularly. What is the? what he said? He said they would do it regularly, and they would bet money on it, and then that would be their beer money when they went ashore. And I, as a little kid, of course, I believed it. As a teenager, I was like, I call bullshit. The man showed me a picture of he was standing next to the gun with like four other dudes, and there was a dude hugging it, holding on for dear life up on the gun. And it's it's it was a picture that was in their home that was in his bedroom that he pointed and showed what me. And I was like, hell? Grandpa, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's so <laughs> rad. Oh, my God. And if that weren't cool enough, uh, to get even more beer money or money to go have fun with girls, uh, they would catch sharks. And uh, yes, exactly. Off the coast. <laughs> Uh, because you could sell the teeth, you could sell the fin, you could sell all kinds of stuff. And I'm not condoning this, but you know, this was the I don't know 50s or whatever when yeah. the Korean War was. <laughs> it was a long time ago, and there were a bunch of sailors. And uh, <laughs> he had a pitcher with his fist in the mouth of a shark. Now it wasn't like a great white or nothing, yeah. but it was still pretty big. It was about a four or five foot shark, <laughs> and, and he's trying to like. Pull its jaw 
out of its out of oh its head. Oh my gosh! Now he tells me that it was alive. I called bullshit on that. It had to have been dead, but still, it's a rad picture. It was super super cool. <laughs> and that's when he pulled out a video of him punching sharks in the Pacific. Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> this is another thing. But yeah, he told us he was like he's like that's amazing. He's like if you caught a shark, he's just like between selling the teeth and the fin, he's like you'd have a hundred bucks. He's like that gets you drunk for a month. You know. <laughs> So he was always so, so cool about that. And it's like, oh, man, Grandpa, oh my gosh. you're the greatest. So so that was a little bit into the backstory of of this uh, mountain of a man. Yeah. This is one of my heroes, one of my favorite people of all time. Uh, one of the reasons I am how, who I am today uh, and how ridiculous I am. Um, I will tell you one last story. Yeah. Uh, because I talk, talked about him, you know, when I was a kid. When I was in my late teens and early twenties is when they got their ranch and they moved, they moved away. They were in Southern California for my whole life and they had moved away to buy this ranch. And I went out to visit him once and grandpa, well, they lived in the middle of nowhere and grandpa was like, do you want to go, uh, shooting with me? And I was like, yes, it's all I want to do. Let's go shooting. I'm sure it'll be great. And he's like, okay, all right, come on, let's go. And I was like, oh, I didn't bring like uh, eyes or ear protection. And he l- he literally just laughed and walked <laughs> out the door. And I'm like, well, this is gonna be fun. And I was I was probably like 22, I think, when this happened. And uh, we go riding in his Bronco. Of course, he had a big four by four Bronco. Uh, the guns were loose in the back. <laughs> <There's-> <laughs> all loaded, all pointed towards us. In retrospect, it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so and handguns, bullets, everything just rolling around in the back. The two of us went cruising, and uh, he had a major lead foot. So we got there. We got to these like red rock plateaus within like five minutes, but we had driven probably you know hundred miles or something, you know. And uh, so we get to this place, and uh, we we just like pull around to the back of it, and it's a it's the place where like everybody just goes a shooting. Yeah. So there's a bunch of shit just all over the place. So we go shooting for a little while, and I'm completely deaf within two minutes because he, he just brought rifles and shotguns and hand cannons, and my ears were shot. Uh, and then when we're done shooting, he goes, uh, you want to go have some real fun? I'm like, yeah, let's have more fun, sure. Yeah. We get in the car, and he goes, you think, uh, you think the Bronco can make it to the top of that plateau? And I laughed. I was like, ah, no. And he's like, I think it can. And he proceeds to gun it up the side of a <laughs> red rock plateau. What? We, dri- we drive up to the point where we are almost vertical. No shit. I am losing my mind because I'm like, he's going to kill us. We're going to flip the car upside down and then fall like 80 feet off the side of this and thing. Die. And die. Uh, if, the, if the very least, guns are going to go off yeah. in the back and they're going to kill us. And I'm, I can't believe it. And I'm looking over at him, and he's just laughing. Yeah. He's because he lived a full life. He's okay if he dies. I'm not. <laughs> he's I'm 22. Ready for the end. Yeah. He's good. He's just like I raised nine kids. I'm good, man. I'm fine. And I look over him, and he goes, "Son of a bitch is a horse kicker, huh?" <laughs> Meaning, we're on a trail that's so scary, a horse would kick you off. Oh my gosh. Dude. And I'm just like, how? Oh. But part of me, I hear him say that, and I hear him laugh, and I'm like. We're going to be okay. Yeah. It's fine. He's got this under control. Yeah. This man, man used to kill sharks with his bare hands. He's fine. And, you know, he got to a certain point and was like, 
no, this isn't going to work. So then we, we coast down and everything's fine and we settle and I'm like hyperventilating a little bit but trying to play it cool because I don't want to look like a pussy in front of my grandpa. Yeah. Like I love him <laughs> but I'm also kind of intimidated by him, you know, and and he just kind of looked over at me and he's like, that was fun, huh? Yeah, grandpa, that was really fun. All right, let's get going. And we drove back and like right before we get in into the house, like right before we park, he's just like, "Hey, don't uh, don't say any uh, say any of that to your mom or your your grandmother, okay?" All right, and he like hops out of the car. Oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, I can't tell him. Anyway, that's uh, that's who let me watch this. Okay, I'm talking a lot, so I'm sorry. This is this is make sure you t- tell your mom to skip to. Uh... Yeah, mom, don't uh, don't listen to this episode or just skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> No, she's since learned. I think I told a uh, a churched up version of that at his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, he was buried like like a uh, like two hundred <laughs> yards away from that plateau. So it's pretty it's pretty wild. Anyway, uh, so we're talking about not just my grandpa. We're talking about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was all on board for these stories. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I hope other people are digging it because I I mean I I've got a million of them. He was a pretty wild guy and he was a fun guy. But uh, so we're hanging out one day and he's heard about it because his two youngest sons, my uncles, were into super horror, uh, scary movies. Like they're huge, like horror fanatics. And since I was over there all the time, I actually hung out with them the most. Uh, my my uh, my youngest uncles, they were still older than me. Yeah. But they were like his youngest kids. And uh, they were they were, of course, like obsessed with Nightmare on Elm Street and everything else. And I guess in the. In, in them watching it, I mean, it was a house that had like one TV and it was in the living room. So if you watched it, everybody watched it. So I guess in the course of all this, he had seen parts of it or whatever and just wanted to see the movie. Yeah. And it was, thankfully, it was the middle of the day. So it wasn't like scary. But I also knew if I'm watching anything scary, my fucking uncles are going to terrorize me all night because they were those dudes. Like, one of the first things I ever heard in the heavy metal world was King Diamond's Them, which King Diamond is badass, but Them is an album that has spooky shit at the beginning, yeah. middle, and end. And they used to turn off all the lights in their bedroom when I'd be hanging out playing video games with them. They'd cut the power to the TV, turn off all the lights, and then hide under their bed and turn this on. And I would be like, okay, guys, I don't like this. <laughs> they were dickheads. Uh, I also love them. But uh, yeah, they were the big mean brothers that I never had. So grandpa wants to watch this movie. And within, you know, the first two minutes, it's terrifying and super scary. And I just remember looking over in the same way that he almost flipped us and killed us on the plateau. But seeing him laugh, like, put me at ease. Same thing. I looked over at him. I was scared out of my mind. But I look over at this, like, you know, giant wall of a man who's just kind of oddly delighted with how scary the movie was at the beginning <laughs> that I was like we're going to be fine yeah. we're going to be okay <laughs> so so then we watched the whole movie and it was nuts and it was scary but I wasn't that scared until he was like okay well I'm done doing things and now I'm going to go like on my afternoon walk and then I'm going to go to an early nap for bed and see you later and then my uncles were dickheads all weekend oh, and just scared me and I will add one more thing to this. I know I've talked for 45 minutes now. So sorry. <laughs> uh, my One of my uncles had made a Freddy glove. 
an actual real Freddy glove oh, off of like a hockey glove and these like knife things. And that night when I was going to bed, sleeping in their room, he put the glove on the bed next to me. He like was under the bed and like put his hand up ah. with the glove. And it was a re- it was real knives. Like they were real. Now I didn't get cut or anything like that, but I could have. Oh my god. I could have turned the wrong way and like been stabbed by these fucking things. And but that those were my uncles, man. They were insane. They were like especially back then. You know, like Jeez. oh, they were so so gnarly. So, yeah, the this dude has like boom, like Freddy glove. And then in the morning you know, you're doing your business, you're going to the bathroom and everything like that. I walk out of the bathroom and they threw the glove like at me. Knife glove. Knife glove. Crazy. <laughs> like throwing it at me. <laughs> I, I was probably like nine when oh, I saw this oh movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so somewhere no. there. So anyway, there you go. That's how I saw the movie. That's who let me watch it. That's what was all around it. Dude, that's gnarly, man. That is just, once again, it's so good. It's just so. Just such a good saying to see a horror movie. Just oh yeah, it's as <laughs> as a uh, as scared of everything I am for you, poor little Gabe doing it. There's something to be said about people egging on. You know, it goes hand in yeah, hand with seeing a scary movie. You know, like oh look, you know, so and so scared about this. You know, it reminds me like we used to go to like the Halloween haunts all the time, mm-hmm. and. It was one of those things like you get to a point where you go to the Halloween haunts, you're going in the maze and everything, and it's you're not scared of it anymore. It's just fun. Sure, sometimes you jump because someone's made a loud noise. You're going to jump. But to actually go and experience those things with somebody that is scared, yes, it makes it so much better. Yes. Where it is just, yeah, let's go because Bill is scared as shit. Yes. Let's go in the clown one. He fucking hates clowns. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. We're going to take him. Oh, Bill, it's fine. This one's not <laughs> bad at all. Bad. This one's called Killer Clowns Eat My Ass. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the two things that Bill hates, clowns and ass eating. Ah, <laughs> oh, they got your number, Bill. <laughs> I wish we had a friend named Bill. I know. I wish. Um, I just won't do it. <laughs> we can't. Um, but, but, yeah, exactly. So your, your uncle's giving you the shit, man. You almost got to. You almost got to, man. If it if it's it's terrified you. Granted, you shouldn't be throwing knives at people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let alone a glove with four of them on it. Jeez, man. Um, <laughs> for for uh, for myself though, man, with this movie, it's uh it's one of those things where it follows it follows the same beats again and again. I did not see the first one first. So I remember the first Freddy movie I saw was Dream Warriors. I don't know why it is because the time frames don't really line up well at all. Uh, Dream Warriors, because I remember that one first. Because Dream, Dream Warriors, you would have been like if it actually came out. If you were watching it around the time it came out, you would have been like eight or nine. <laughs> uh, what? I? I don't remember. Yeah, Dream Warriors was was eighty nine or ninety, wasn't it? So yeah, I would have been like five. I'm like, oh, well, I'm, never I'm, mind. I'm, Sorry, I'm, I'm younger than you. That's right. Never I'm, mind. I'm super young. So yeah, that's that, right. I, but for some reason, I think Dream Warriors was the one we saw. I think because it's just that it's, movie's badass. It's badass, but it's also like very like metal. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Patricia Arquette's being badass in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the heroin needles and stuff getting stuck all in that kid and everything. Oh yeah. So my introduction, of course, to Freddy is the more cartoony version of Freddy, much yes. like the Gremlins, 
much like so much of this stuff. Yeah. I'm seeing the watered down versions first. Yeah. So you're like, oh, <laughs> Freddy's fun. Yeah, he kills kids. Who doesn't? You know? <laughs> yeah. We, to be fair, the kids he's killing in those movies yeah, are, are real pieces of are shit. Real pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They deserve to get killed. Oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah. They they have their own sets of issues. And all those later movies, I remember Freddy's Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. When oh, when Freddy's Dead comes out, you know, it's like the last one. Like this is gonna be crazy. I remember us renting that from like Blockbuster. Yeah. No, from the, the little shop down the street, not Blockbuster. But it was just one of those things where like we were just laughing through it. So yeah. Like, this is hysterical. This is funny. Oh, he's in a video game. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. This guy's badass. <laughs> yeah. So then to go back and see the first one, which probably saw when I was like nine or ten. Yeah. Having this version of Freddy in my head and seeing that, where sure there are those comic elements and stuff, and he's laughing. And he's silly, and he's running weird at him, and you're like, yeah, that's funny. But this version of Freddy is just more grimy and dirtier, and the makeup is wetter. Like, like they look, he's a burn victim. Uh, You know, he was untimely killed. Yeah, Um, poor guy. (laughs) Snuffed out in his prime. And, you know, they burn him. This movie legit looks like... Freddie has just been burned and he's kind of stuck in that state of just wet, burned pain. And so when you see that, Freddie, it just makes it so much scarier and more terrifying because it's Mm -hmm. just gross. And you're like, oh, God, no, this man. And even even in the 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 funny versions of Freddie and like the the third and fourth and fifth movies, um, there's nothing more terrifying than the idea of Freddy Krueger. The yeah. fact of somebody getting into your brain while you're asleep yes. and killing you from the inside out yes. is 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 a nightmare. Yeah. It is literally a that is the most horrific thing that anyone's ever thought of. Thanks a lot, Wes Craven. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Get some help. <laughs> Get some damn help, man. Why did you think this up? I know. I know. In, in, it's it's your sleep time. Hey, it's it's a dream. Things are gonna be all right. No, it's not. Yeah, your guts ripped open and you're getting spun around the room. You're gonna it, fly through the air and fuck. be put put up on the ceiling and just gutted like a pig. I I remember that scene more than anything. Yeah, from like the first time I. It's that thing where watching the movie, the beginning scary and everything, but that scene when Tina eats it in that dream and she's just she goes up and she's flying and hovering above that bed and getting cut open and just blood's going she's going across the roof and you know how they do it now it's just upside down and she's writhing there yeah but that image is one of those ones that's like like a i don't know like an important pinpoint like horror moment like yes oh no that is the most terrifying thing that i've ever seen yeah that is now stuck with me for the rest of my life yes and i hate this yeah (laughs) it takes a lot the 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 first movie especially is filled with so many it's crazy like i was i was you know we we say it every time we watch it with like a really critical eye when we do the rewatch and i'm watching it for these like horror touchstones i'm watching it for these scenes that are like iconic and yeah. it's like they're amazing the just the practical effects of it all yeah but just the inventiveness mm-hmm. you know freddy breathing and pushing out the headboard and it's like these things where you're like 
one of those in a movie would be amazing. But the fact that that Craven has like ten of those types yeah. of things in this, where you're like, "What?" It yeah. is so great because the stuff that happens that is beyond gnarly happens in the real world, the yeah. waking world where everyone else is able like to observe this. The stuff that happens, you know, in your dreams in this first one is it's terrifying. It's scary. But what I think what makes the whole thing so much more vivid and and terrifying is. I mean, you don't know where the dream ends and reality begins, for one, but also, like, everyone is dying. There are very real consequences that are just gnarly and how they unfold in front of you when you're wide awake. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like there's no escape. It's just, ah. Yeah. But, all right, so you watched it, though. Tell me, did you have a story? You know what? I don't have, like, a a single story or anything like that. But what I do have is, much like your uncle's, my dad oh no would scare us with little things so i was already saying nancy nancy uh-huh. that voice is my dad's voice because my dad would hang out outside our freaking door as little kids and you know, oh good night kids and then you know we'd be trying to go to sleep and then all of a sudden you would just hear nancy nancy and you'd be like no no dad stop Stop, Dad! He would run up and open the door, and my dad would just be there, like laughing, like ah, <laughs> go to bed, and like rustle your hair, like I'm scared now. <laughs> yeah. You just scared the shit out of me, old man. Like now I'm terrified. Whoa, why would you do that? So, anytime I rewatch this movie, mm. two things really hit: is is Tina, Tina, right? Yeah, yeah. just getting shredded, yeah. floating up because it sticks with me, and just anytime I hear Nancy. It goes back to me right right about to fall asleep. And my old man just saying, Nancy. And just being like scared. Like, no, Freddy's coming for me. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening here. And it's always like right when you're about to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Like your parents just had like, my dad at least, would know like the beats of me falling asleep. Like, now's the time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trotting this one out. I, I don't understand. Maybe it's because my kid's such a bad sleeper. The idea of trying to like scare him right before he went to bed, like he'd be like, "Up yours, kid. Deal with this now." Or maybe it's just because I smother my kid or something, where I'm just like, "Oh no, now I need to go in there now." I would scare him and then have to pay all the consequences. Yeah. Whereas my dad just went, "Go back to bed, you idiot." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, you can't sleep in here. Go no. away. Yeah, go away. <laughs> <laughs> this is mom and papa time. Yeah. And then a whole different nightmare would begin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, much like your uncle scared you with knives yeah my dad would scare me with his words yeah <laughs> well good uh equally traumatic but <laughs> but not as dangerous at surface level so you know um i i shared the story i talked for such a long time i had to break it up and hear your story yeah so I'll, i will ask you uh because i've got a follow-up but i'll ask you so did this movie or ones like it and your dad waking you up and or scaring you right before bed, did you bring any of that did you did you carry any of that trauma with you? It, I I I still mostly just have nightmares to this yeah. day. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I ever had like night terrors or anything, but I yeah. I don't really remember a lot of my dreams. Uh-huh. Um my wife would wake me up because I just would talk and say things in in my sleep and actually I do have a story where 
I forgot about this till right now. I would, I just, sometimes I just talk in my sleep and I just have these vivid dreams that I usually don't remember. But we had moved in, my wife and I, with our roommate at the time. And we were, we were all asleep. And it was one of those things where all of a sudden I just started, uh, rah, like mumbling and stuff. And all of a sudden it was just, uh, Di- Diablo, Diablo, Diablo. And I stood up and I got up out of bed and I ran to the bed bathroom. And slammed the door, and my wife and my roommate woke up like, Andy, are you all right? Are you all right? And then just heard me pissing. (laughs) And then I came out of the bathroom and went back to bed. They woke up the next day, and they're like, dude, what was up with that last night? I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You don't remember yelling Diablo and then pissing for like eight hours? (laughs) What are you talking about? That never happened. Yeah. (laughs) Andy, you yelled Diablo. And then, like, ran across the room. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they both told me about this. I have no recollection of what the hell I was dreaming about. Holy smokes. And so, and you know what? It, I don't, I, I must sleepwalk a little bit, but no. it's very much one of those things where things like this happen. And my wife goes, like, oh, this happened last night or whatever, where yeah. you, you brought the kid into the bed with us. And I'm like, I did. Yeah, you came in and like you talked to me about something, and like we all went to bed. And I was like, I don't remember grabbing the kid last night, and it just stuff like that. Where I don't know if it's just maybe uh, uh, my own dream warrior in my brain is blocking <laughs> out the the nightmares that I'm experiencing, but something's going on in there, and, and Papa Andy's getting super scared, and <laughs> fighting demons, and <laughs> Freddy Krueger in, in his sleep. Yeah, and you're just, yeah, you're just you're. You, that's all subconscious. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, "Nope, I'm great. I'm great. I'm fine." Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've I've had this. This movie is is not like the one because I had definitely seen scary movies before this, but this one and ones like it, and and especially the torment that my uncles like yeah. put on me. Definitely. I mean, I had night terrors as a kid. And after seeing this, it was it was way worse. It was really bad. I had like just the worst ones. I still have nightmares as a as a grown up, um, but uh, and I have sleep paralysis like very rarely now, mm. thank goodness. But I had it like in my early twenties. Oh, scary shit! Like just just awful. Where yeah, you're just positive something's right behind you, and you're wide awake, but you can't move. It's just oh my gosh, uh, it's the dude. worst. And yeah, like I remember. As a kid and carrying it into my teens, um, you know, I'm I'm really silly. I'm really yeah. ridiculous and try to be fun and stuff. Going to bed terrified me, like, every night. Like, I, I would have to... I started becoming, like, OCD. And, and this, again, this wasn't the first movie, but this one and being around my uncles and everything like that was... It was one of the things that led to me having to create this... Okay, I'm always going to be scared. This is always going to suck. So I have to figure out a way around it, to, just to live with it. Otherwise, I'm I'm just going to go into a mental institution or something. <laughs> because I was totally fine all day. Everything was great. As soon as it was like getting ready for bed, I wasn't like a kid that was fighting because I wanted to keep like playing or whatever. I was like, I cannot go to bed because it's terrifying. Like, yeah, I can't do it. And now I love sleep so much is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I just want to go to bed constantly. <laughs> If I could do that, that's all. That's what I would do. But uh, 
no like so i i would i be i came up with this like ocd mantra thing where in order to go to bed i would have to get like my mom and my dad to say like sweet dreams or happy dreams or you know have a good night's sleep or something okay. like that something positive and good i'd have to get them each to say it to me three times and this was this thing where like I w- and then that, that created its own other problems because if they didn't do it, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no, they didn't say it six times. Fuck. So it was terrible. So, yeah, so I'd be like, as I'm getting ready for bed, I'd be like, okay, mom, like, I want you to have good dreams. Do you want me to have good dreams? She'd be like, yeah, okay. And after a while, like, they picked up on it that they needed to say this a certain amount of times. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was this whole, I don't know why, but, like, I remember vividly, like, you know, it was probably, like, all the way up until I was probably, like, 12 or 13. Damn, dude. Yeah, being like, okay, well, shit. Mom didn't say it enough. So, like, a couple times I remember, like, in bed being like, sweet dreams, Mom. And she'd be like, sweet dreams. And I'd be like, okay, I got it. I'm good. And then I'd, like, go back to sleep. It was gnarly. It was wow, crazy. Dude. I had I had just had, I had such an overactive imagination. And I'd seen so many gnarly things that I just, yeah, it was just crazy. Like, after a while, I couldn't sleep with a nightlight anymore because the shadows that the nightlight threw were worse than if it was just dark and I couldn't see anything because then, you know, my eyes would adjust and I'd be like, okay, that pile of clothes looks like something. But if the nightlight was on, the pile of clothes and the 10 things around it all were shadows and characters and stuff. And it was just the the worst. So, yeah, so Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, this summer of when I saw it, like, this was part of that, like, that just pushed me over the deep end. Oh, so shit. Super gnarly. <laughs> Why did we do this episode so I know, late? I know, we did so, so late. What the fuck's wrong with us? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's totally fine. After this, you'll you'll walk to your car, and I'll walk the dog into the backyard. Can't wait to go into the old house that I live in now. <laughs> I'm just super, super great. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Just throw on an episode of uh, Who'd Let You Watch That as you're... Ooh, there we driving go. home. Listen to something light and fun like The Abyss. Ah, uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Andy, we rewatched this movie. Anything that jumped out? We've we haven't talked much about the movie because yeah, I've have, shared so much of my trauma. We have so many stories, dude. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but was there anything on the rewatch that really jumped out at you? Sorry, I was just literally reading my notes now. So it's just, <laughs> um, I mean, dude, I mean, just uh, just so much. I mean, my very first note is the music in this movie is terrifying. That was I, that was my first note. Yeah, because it starts with just the the music, man. Yes. Of just the music is its own character, and it's just yeah. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, I just I hate it. You know, just I need you tonight. You know, I've I've never <laughs> been a big I've never been a big NXS fan just because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the we, the fact that three minutes into this you have Robert England, Freddy Krueger wearing a tuxedo with like a spangly hat, <laughs> and he's singing with them, and the girls all playing guitars. It's just like, you know, it's it, it lulls you into a, a false sense of security because you're yeah. like, oh, this is going to be a fun movie. And then and he's then, all scary. And then it just all dissolves. And now they're in a boiler room and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I hate my life. This sucks. This Go back sucks. To the fun part. <laughs> Go back to the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the open the whole opening the scene, whole, it's, it's, the sounds, the school, the boiler room. It's like it's so good. Dude, it's just uh, I mean, all the notes that I have right here are just basically what I was talking about, man. Like Tina's death is the most fucked up thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Still even today, just <laughs> yeah. this this rewatch, it just it sticks with me. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm just going like I hate it. I hate it so much. I, know. I just I I I hate it. And they're <laughs> they're just trying to have a fun, fun, sexy party with your friends. Just everyone hanging out. They you, just you remember all those things that we would do. We would all get together at each other's house, just banging down. Oh you know? yeah, dude. I mean, it was every every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, like just, clockwork for uh, probably four years. It was just us banging down and everyone hanging out and it's like oh you take a room i'm gonna take this room we're gonna have the noisiest dirty sex you've ever heard teenagers don't fuck like this <laughs> they it, they i don't think they do i certainly didn't <laughs> <laughs> they, they the, uh, teenagers are awkward yeah and when they're having awkward teenage sex they're not <laughs> fucking like champions they, they were they were moaning and getting down Better than the people that do it professionally, dude. Like they know each other's bodies, yeah. very well, yeah. And just everything's working all together. Nothing's clumsy or weird yeah. or yeah. just awkward, awkward teenagey. It's yeah. just everything is fuck central in that house. Oh dude. man, the two of them, except for poor uh, Johnny Depp and yeah. his sweetheart. I mean, the two of them were like, no, we can't do it. Their boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, but it really seems like Nancy does not like him. No, Nancy's she, not into him. Nancy, granted, she's dealing with her own shit of a oh, fucking demon dream killer. Yeah, but you get the sense that like they weren't really boning down beforehand, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> before all this shit happened. But, uh, but that that if if you're going with like the uh, the if you're following or if you subscribe to the theory of like the final girl. Okay, yeah. Nancy had to stay virginal in order to survive. Yeah. That's what it was. Everybody else. Johnny Depp definitely was not a virgin, and he got his shit pulled through a hole in his bed. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. It gets turned into soup. He gets turned into soup. It was so bad it made the coroner throw <laughs> up. <laughs> He's in there puking his guts out. Yeah, exactly. Literally, <sighs> yeah, Johnny is just melting through the floorboards pretty so early. so effective so yeah. so such an effective so, yeah. visual once again exactly just Wes craven being a visionary yeah just like i got i got this cool idea like pull up through the bed blood's gonna shoot out like eh, is that gonna be cool Wes? you bet your ass it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be cool like remember oh you've seen old faithful the geyser yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah. be that but blood through a hole in the bed uh, wh- what are you talking about Wes? so much blood <laughs> here i'm drawing you a picture and it's just like a crudely drawn yeah. thing with crayons and it just says blood fuck you're gonna make that on film oh yeah dude oh yeah you're gonna help me <laughs> let's do this wes you're my best friend yeah <laughs> i like these scenarios sorry you were saying so yeah tina tina's mom by the way before she gets it tina's mom's like cut your fingernails or quit that kind of dreaming. Yeah. What the fuck parent says that? Like yeah. the girl wakes up, I had a horrible nightmare, everything's terrible, and she's like, Oh shit, my nightgown is like sliced up. Yeah. Well, cut your nails, you dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> what the all hell's the, wrong with you? All the parents in this are just the worst. They all suck. They suck. They all suck. 
Freddie should have went after them. I know. They're the ones that killed him. Oh, but he was a child killer. Yeah, that wouldn't be true to form. But they're not children. They are children. They're children. They're, they're under ch- 18. They're children. They kill them all day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we learn nothing from our Teen Wolf episode, when the town wants to have sex with a child. Oh, you're right. <laughs> teenagers are still children, Andy. Um, te- another thing that really is fucking terrifying with Tina yeah. is after she gets killed... Um, her body in that body bag. Oh, dude, is that, equally as terrifying. That alone is this, is the stuff of nightmares. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, I hate that we're talking about. This. I know when Nancy is in the classroom and she looks over and, it's and just, sees her friend. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. And then the body bag being dragged, dragged through the yeah through the fucking hallway, and then the legs go up and they're pulled by no one. You're just like. I I can't I gotta turn this off. I, can't I gotta turn this. this off. I'm gonna put on more cocoa melon. Yeah. <laughs> right now. I'm put I'm putting tombstone back on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching tombstone. Nothing about them cowboys scared me. I would like to see Kurt Russell fight <laughs> Freddy Krueger, dude. Kurt Russell would skin it. Kurt Russell would be asking his his sweetheart Nancy if he was fast enough and she'd be like Nope, you're not gonna make you're it. You're not gonna make it. And he'd go to face off, but who would already be there? Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. <laughs> He'll be his Huckleberry. He'll be his Huckleberry. Doc Holliday would just blow a hole through fucking Freddy Krueger's neck. But Freddy's just gonna dance and laugh about it, and they cut up our boy. I know. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a losing game. Fuck, man. <laughs> fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they hang out with Rod? You know, he doesn't seem like a very nice guy. <laughs> Man, their friend group is very diverse. Yeah. It's just, I guess that's how high school is. I know, I mean, I hung out with you guys, but also in other classes, I had other friends. Yeah. Like, you know, I was in math club, so like I had a lot of like, you know, quote unquote, like nerdy sort of friends and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of. Uh, I didn't know you were in math club. I was in math club. I was a, I was a nerd. That's good. Do you still like math? No. Oh, okay. I hate it. Oh, good. We can still be friends. <laughs> yeah, math is the worst, dude. That was a test. Numbers suck butt. Okay, good. Classic Andy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so maybe maybe I get it. Yeah. You know, you do have your friends that are in math club and your friend that's like a convict or whatever. Your friend that has porn star rough sex <laughs> with his teenage girlfriend. <laughs> and you're like, man, I understand why they call broad. Yeah. And then you have your boyfriend that you fucking hate. Yeah, you can't stand this idiot, even though he is a dreamboat. Dude, this movie may be a nightmare, but Johnny Depp is a dream. (laughs) Johnny Depp is it. There's the quote. There it is. This movie may be a nightmare, but Johnny Depp is a dream. Johnny Depp in a crop top football jersey is like... Dude, I mean, how, that's how they got women to go to this. Yeah. I mean, he's so attractive. He's just a, just a handsome, handsome dude. Yeah. And it, maybe there's two things that Wes did weird in this movie. Number one is, of course, Nancy's mom being the worst actress on the face of the planet. Yes. And number two, there's just a lot of... I know they're setting it up that Johnny's going to get killed. But like, he's just kind of hanging out in that bed for a fucking long time you know it's, it's just, yeah it's kind of creepy yeah, it really is you're just kind of like wes what are you doing man get the story moving dude he's yeah he's more shots he's laying down in the bed kind of asleep showing his little tummy yeah so many times let's go back to that yeah we need him 
we need him in bed. He should be asleep, but the shirt should be askew. <laughs> have Nancy call him. Have him get out of bed. Have him get back into bed. Yeah. Let's start this over. <laughs> Three more times. <laughs> yeah. the, mo- the mom's going to come in and talk about yeah. TV, and he'll he'll say some stuff about Miss Nude USA. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That's playful. <laughs> and then let's get that shirt up. <laughs> <laughs> man, I have so many pictures of my old man, too, like in those like dude crop tops. Yeah. What's that look coming back for the guys? Is that back yet? <laughs> I don't think so, and I do not want it to come back. I have never been confident enough in my own body to dress like that. No. Like, I always hated short gym shorts, but, uh-huh. like, man, like... A short shirt. Can yeah, you imagine? imagine? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> it, took, was... it took me forever. It took me becoming a dad to really be comfortable with, like, taking my shirt off at the pool and not doing, like, the fat... The fat guy shirt on in the pool move. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, I can't imagine like a shirt that's just gonna show my belly. Yeah, it's like you're covered except for your belly. (laughs) No, that's awful. (laughs) That's That's, the real nightmare. That's horrible. There are so many nightmares in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, I. I, Yeah, that's one of the things that I would. I would. Yeah, I'd be terrified to do that. I'd much. (laughs) I'd much rather just. Get torn up by a dude with razor nails. Oh, yeah. Razor glove. Oh, and, a, a, any day of the week, rather than expose my tummy. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but, yeah, he was uh, he was a dreamboat. Um, you've got, you know, I, I if, if we're already jumping up ahead, I, mean, I don't want to cut you off. What no, you man, got? no, no. Please, I'm, we, could, we could go back and forth, too, if you, if you got stuff, if I got stuff. Because I don't have a lot of notes. I have notes in my mind. Yeah. But I was mostly scared, so I forgot to take notes for a good chunk of this movie. I was in survival mode. I was mostly scared, so I forgot to. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, actually, I have a... You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get to this real quick right now yeah. before we jump in. Do uh, it. So the night that we watched this was, you know, if you remember back when we had that crazy thunderstorm all of a sudden. Yes. That was the night that we watched this. We finished Nightmare on Elm Street. It was already spooky. Crash thunder. Like you've never experienced in Orange County before. Yes. And it was just like, fuck this. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? No. You texted dude. me so many times the next day. Dude. You're like, dude. <laughs> dude. Fuck this. Like it was, it was, Gabe, it was so scary, dude. Like the, our old ass stupid house was shaking from the thunder. And it was like, how? What is wrong? And I'm like, man, is our foundation fucked up or what? But then I hear, <laughs> Uh, car alarms up and down the street just going off. I'm like, this is literally right above us mm-hmm. and shaking us to the core. And then the lightning flashes and I see a shadow and then my dad's there and he's saying, <laughs> Nancy, there's that body bag of that kid we killed four years ago. And Wait, I'm like, don't say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> but man, it was just all that. Where I was like, this is, I've said it way too many times already on this podcast, but this is a nightmare, and we're about to go to bed, and my kid's going to cry in two hours, and I'm going to have to go in that room and get him. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm going to see Diablo. I need to go take a piss. Yeah, I'm going to have to run and piss for eight hours. <laughs> it was so scary, and I'm I was sorry. so pissed off. I'm sorry. Well, the, the yeah, I mean, this is the whole point of the episode. Is Stupid October. Talking about... I can't yeah. wait till March when we're just watching Willy Wonka for the whole month. Every episode. <laughs> March will just be the Willy Wonka reload. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like uh, all of our St. Patrick-themed <laughs> movies that we watched. There's that one with Sean Connery. Yep. And, and then Leprechaun. And Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah. Boondock Saints is, 
Is that man? We came up with three more than I thought we were going to. <laughs> Me too. I said that literally. Is like well, there's never been a St. Patrick's Day movie. That's that's ridiculous. We got the Irishman. Yeah, we've got uh, Leprechaun two. We got Leprechaun three and Leprechaun four. We got Leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun in space. <laughs> Leprechaun in space. It's rad. It's a, I, I enjoy all of those movies so much, and we will absolutely talk about guys. Thank, one of them. You, thank you for listening to all the Leprechaun <laughs> podcasts that we're going to do, because we're going to do every single one. Especially Lep in the Hood, his cool little rap. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Fucking Warwick Davis. Uh, this note is written twice. Nancy's mom is the scariest thing of all in this movie. <laughs> she is just an, an alcoholic trying to, trying to numb the fact that... Trying to get rid of the fact that they burned a man alive. Sure, he was a child murderer, but she's like, there was still a human that we fucking killed. That we burned alive. As a you know? as as a group. Yeah. As a group, right? I mean, we as find a group, out. She we, said a bunch of parents got together and we find out later, him. yeah, it was a whole group, you know. But yeah, her delivery is just kinda like, we all got together and we burned him. It was crazy. Nancy, you should have been there. You should have been there. <laughs> it, was, it was so crazy. Was crazy. Wes, was that a good take? Yeah. <laughs> like the the scene where Nancy's peeking out her her door <laughs> and the mom it has just pulled a bottle of vodka. That's a good move, by the way. That's a good place to hide vodka. Yeah, vodka in the in the towel closet. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, uh, I just need to get some sweet vodka <laughs> from the hallway. <laughs> like this bitch is just, oh, she's amazing. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I'll follow that up with Nancy in the Tub. Yet another movie that, I mean, this movie makes you afraid to do everything. Yeah, everything Every, and anything, man. Yeah. Just, I don't want to go to school. Yeah. I don't want to take a bath. Yeah. I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those are the three things kids have yeah. to do. Oh. And yeah, the, the the scene in the tub, I mean, again, I've, I've said it so many times now like all the practical stuff the scene in the tub it's it's the type of shit where on the rewatch i've seen this movie so many times on the rewatch i'm like i think this movie like when i replay the scenes from this movie it's insane to think this was all in one movie yes because they made so many freddy movies that you're like all right well the the bathtub thing's got to be in one of the other ones because there's no way they did the bathtub that they did the the on fire running up and down the oh, stairs. Yeah. That they did the uh, Freddie's arms, Freddie's long arms. arms and stuff. Yeah, you go like it couldn't have done all that shit in one movie, but they did, and that's why this is like one of the best horror yeah. movies ever made. It really is. Oh my gosh! Ah, yeah, I know. Running up the stairs also, and she gets stuck in like the oatmeal-y glue oh, running up the stairs. Yes, that was the type of thing where you're like. I've had a nightmare like that, yeah. where you're running away and you can't, you can't move. run. And it, yeah, it captures that sort of. I've definitely had those dreams where I'm trying to punch and you just, there's, yeah. you know, there's no no strength behind them. Yeah, it's the same idea of like trying to run and just stuck in. Yeah, can't go anywhere. Yeah, dude. It's, ah, yeah, I know it, it messes with your brain. It's just awful. Um, when they go, I mean, it, the only saving grace is Freddie fucking sucks at fighting. <laughs> Freddie just wrestles. Every, if he doesn't slash you with the with the knives on his fingers, you're in good shape. You're in good. Just you're, tackle him because his MMA work is bullshit. He yeah. can't do anything. His, his up close game is horrible. Yeah. dude. you can get him in the grounded pound. You're fine, dude. Yeah, you get him in a figure four, he'll tap out. He'll tap out. Yeah, he has no ground game at all. <laughs> 
You or just, just put a little bit of distance and have him run at you like a crazed asshole. He's so busy just laughing. Everything is so funny to yeah. this dildo. <laughs> he's just he's just cracking up and just running, running like a crazy person. But if you stop and think about it, as like a little kid, mm-hmm. a little child that's about to be murdered by a man, because you assume that Fred Krueger, before it was Freddy, was doing some of that shit to like little kids and just laughing and then killing them. Yeah, fucking a nightmare. Yeah, I <laughs> mean you've horrible. said it. You've said it. Yeah, I, I this movie's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a nightmare. It really is. It's terrible. Yeah, that's the other thing. The, you know, you can laugh about Freddy and have a great time, and ah, he's so silly, especially in the other movies. But I think that's why the remake with Jackie Earl Haley did so poorly because they hit that on the head yeah they're like don't forget he was a child molesting murderer yeah and uh isn't that fun (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh wait no i don't want to root for this guy yeah i don't care who he's killing that's awful and that's i i don't i really don't remember the remake too well Mm -hmm. but like i remember not liking it that much you know because it wasn't it lost that that it wasn't fun that that layer yeah you needed that separation because exactly that because even this movie, I think, where they'd taken away that he was a child molester, too. Yeah. Because like, he was supposed to be a child molester slash child murderer. But they went, nope, we're going to take that out. And he's just a child murderer. Yeah. Even though licking the phone and being in the bathtub. There's some, oh, yeah. There's, there's some sexual elements still there. He's yeah. still a fucking monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's But it's not like... The the new one where just like, hey, I diddled kids. <laughs> yeah, there's that whole scene where he's just like, it's fun to have sex. And you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, why are you saying this, Freddy? Dude, go back to being the character from uh, Little Children where you cut your own balls off. <laughs> I think that's the same guy. I'm pretty sure I'm it is. I'm almost certain. <laughs> Isn't that the scene like he's beaten off in a car yeah. next to this lady? I think so, yeah. Yeah, man, it's a great movie. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> be, on the, be on the podcast, Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> yeah, come on. Your Rorschach, Your Rorschach is like the greatest. His Rorschach is the best fucking thing it ever. It really is. It's so good. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> was that Batman? It was Batman. Yar. Yar. No, that was a pirate. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, when they're at the Dream Center and the Dream Doctor is like, she's really dreaming now. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud with that. I'm like, no, they would never say that. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You're doing a fake science anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, it's normally a three. I've never seen it so high. It's like, <laughs> what the? F- Shut up, dude. But it's the type of thing where, like, clearly a, a drunken Nancy's <laughs> mom is like, yeah, this makes sense. This is science. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> What's she doing now? Well, clearly she's dreaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's a humdinger. It's a one. Like, what? What are, you, what are you basing Man, that off of? I, I eventually I need to go to like a sleep center or something uh-huh. because I probably need like a sleep apnea machine or something. Yeah. Because I snore very bad. Yeah. But fuck that, dude. I'm not. They're not putting me to sleep just so Freddy can come get my ass. <laughs> I see all these things working. All these movies. They have That's all the kids is. connected to this shit. That's what it is. Granted, I'm a 37-year-old man now. Freddy's not looking for my fat ass. Freddy's not interested, but if you go there, oh, you're now on his radar. Yeah. That's the thing. Right now, there's 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 literally hundreds of people in the world. Freddy is not interested in most of us. Yeah. But you, you get on his radar, and now he's going to bother you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Steer clear. Yeah, and don't live on Elm Street. I, I, I lived on a rose 
Street when I was a kid, uh-huh. close enough. Yeah, we're we're like six blocks from Elm. There's an Elm Street over here. Fuck and I was that. like, nope, never nope, doing that. Not doing it. Uh-uh. Hell no. Get get fucked. Elm yeah. Street. <laughs> yeah, Elm Street. Get fucked. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> get fucked, Elm Street. I'm actually fine with that. <laughs> um, did you love? I've never really noticed this on the rewatch this time. Did you love how the end of this movie is Home Alone? <laughs> Last note I was about to bring up. I want to see Nancy versus Kevin McAllister. Winner takes all, dude. Oh, oh. I, Nancy. How, how did I never realize that? I've Same. never, I've, because it's too scary. Once it's again, too scary. Yeah, you just you can't focus. This time you're watching it with the critical eye, and you're just like, did she just throw a brick off that building at Freddie? And yeah. <laughs> she, she almost. It's almost like shot for shot. The like Chris Columbus, yeah, Chris Columbus ripped this shit off. Yeah. He did, he did. Because Nancy like, has that map that she rolls out. <laughs> she rolls out the map, and it's got these crudely drawn pictures yeah, of everything. Weird. It says uh, Freddy's Nightmare at the top, and you're yeah. like, well, in crayon. Yeah, and in you're crayon. like, you're a teenager. What you're are you 17. doing? What are you doing? With crayons? There's no hearts on it. You're like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah, and she goes, and, and it's it's. It's not Christmas time, but she has a bunch of little glass ornaments it's everywhere. It's so weird. And yeah. She has all these micro machines on the ground. <laughs> You're a girl. You can't play with micro machines. It doesn't make sense. Where's the Polly Pocket? <laughs> exactly. And Barbie. My goodness. Barbie had a Jeep. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. When, when she like traps him in the room, runs out, and she's like, she's got the sledgehammer like ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is Home Alone. That's exactly Home Alone. The sledgehammer comes down, knocks him, he falls like off and then onto the <laughs> stairs. It's so funny because like Robert England comes out and the sledgehammer hits him in the tummy and he's just like, oof. <laughs> oof. I like, think it makes a boing noise too. It goes, yeah. He goes, boing. He's like, oof, and falls down. And this poor girl is like screaming to the hundreds of police officers literally across the street. And I love that one big dickhead is like, maybe I should go tell her dad. (laughs) After like 30 minutes of his daughter screaming. The the dad tells him like, hey, watch out for my daughter. Like, I'm not going to because I got a job and I've already established my job is important. Yeah. I need to keep Elm Street safe for everybody except... My daughter. Except for my daughter. But hey, keep an eye out. And let me know. I'm, I'm her dad. <laughs> yeah. Know? Anything weird, man. You just let me know. Like what? Like anything. I don't know. If she sets up those boobies traps. I saw the map. <laughs> if you notice any of that, yeah. come and get me. If you hear like a boing from a <laughs> sledgehammer hitting someone in the tummy. If you hear a slide whistle at any moment, please just come <laughs> and get me. <laughs> slide whistle. Cream pies blasting against someone's face. Like that was earlier like that. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Also gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> the guy just <laughs> giving donkey sex. Uh, I swear it was so good. They're, I never noticed that either. Yeah. I, I, like on the rewatch, I'm like, did they always scream at each other <laughs> like the whole time? Yeah. They're just. <laughs> Violent Sex and Home Alone Traps is the name of this episode. <laughs> Violent Sex and Home Alone Traps. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. but the end of the movie is absolutely Home it's Alone. Just, it's just Home it's, Alone, man. It's really and, fun. And then I, I still to this day get confused about what actually happens at the end of the movie. Oh, because it makes no sense. Because it makes no sense. And it's yeah. just kind of like, 
I don't I don't get it and I I maybe I should go back and watch the other ones maybe they explain what happens I don't remember I need to rewatch the other ones if they go like oh Nancy did get out of there but it looks like Nancy straight up dies and now they're all stuck in Freddy's nightmare of <laughs> being love in hell. A, yeah being in a convertible with a super shitty top <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, man. And then Nancy's mom, the only bit of good acting that she does in the whole thing is when she's played by a mannequin and gets ripped through the the, the, the door. That shot scares the hell out of me, too. It does. Once again, another iconic shot. Yep. And it looks really shitty now. It does. (laughs) It's the only shot that is shitty out of all of them that just looks so amazing. I think it still is like an iconic sort of thing. Yeah. Her getting pulled through that little window. Yeah. But fuck, it looks shitty. It looks so, so bad. It's so obviously bad. And... I was just thinking, I was like, man, she sucks. They could have just, I bet you they would have just pulled her through as a, as a regular person. <laughs> yeah, they should have just done it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. don't even ask her. Be like, hey, you're literally drunk, right? And she's like, yes, of course I am. Cool, All you're right, limp cool. enough. Check this yeah, out. Yeah, this won't hurt. <laughs> ah, do you want me to go again? I have vodka. She's bleeding pretty bad, Wes. Maybe we shouldn't. All right, bring the mannequin in. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it. It makes no sense because she defeats him. Yeah. So, right? yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, let's, we'll call a spade a spade. It makes no sense up to that point because <laughs> Freddie is a real dude that she pulled through into the real world. Yeah. And he's on fire. And that was, that was a cool bit uh, where he's like terrified, like when she splashes him with the stuff yeah. and he's like, he doesn't run away because like he's so afraid that he's about to be burned again. He's just like cowering. That yeah, was that's pretty, that's pretty cool. cool. And then she sets him on fire, and like you know he runs up and down. And it's like that's awesome, super effective. And then <clears throat> he's he's trapped down there, um, and then gets out and runs upstairs, and on fire attacks her mom. Yeah, and then kills her mom like her mom is burnt and becomes a skeleton, skeleton. And, and then falls. disappears into the bed magic <laughs> and then it's the bed's clean but also made and so it's neat so then the dad and and the daughter are like yeah okay yeah <laughs> like and then he's like the dad is like well we just saw the most insane supernatural thing that's ever occurred. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out in here for a little while. And he's like, cool. And he leaves like, yeah, what is wrong with this asshole? <laughs> I mean, whether they're divorced or not, he just saw another human being get enveloped by another one, turn to like black bones and then disappear into a bed. That's like a strobe light, yeah. like a disco party. It's just, I don't have an ex-wife. I hope to never have one. I think he just sometimes you know those tropes of like he hates his ex wife. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah. Good. Good riddance. Good riddance. In, can stop paying those alimony checks <laughs> into the magical glow bed <laughs> that I was always telling her I hated. Yeah. <laughs> she got what she deserved. Yeah, and then and then he's back, and she does the whole thing, which is really cool. It's just like, no, nah, man, I'm you're ridiculous. I'm done with your shit. I'm walking away from you. Yeah. And he's like, no, and he's gone, and that's the end. And then he's not, and it was all nonsense yeah. because you're, I mean, yeah, it makes no sense. I don't, it makes no, none of it makes any sense. I think they were just going with like, it was all a dream the whole time, you know? Does this, does this movie suck? <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie's badass. Does this movie suck? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does this movie suck? 
Oh shit. <laughs> uh, leave all that in. And that's how we just end it. Wait a minute, dude. Does this movie suck? <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Well, that's been the end of the podcast. Well, all right, yeah. Well, by the process of elimination or just deduction, we've come to the conclusion this movie sucks. It doesn't. This movie's this badass this movie's and terrifying. Great. And terrifying. Yeah. Any movie that has scared me this damn much uh, does not suck. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the <laughs> ending sucks. Then it just doesn't make any sense. That's what we're gonna say. It just yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah, it, it's but you know it's a horror movie. It doesn't need to. Yeah, it it's a horror up, movie from the eighties. It sets up a franchise. Wes is high on Coke this whole movie anyway. It doesn't matter. Yes. And Robert's high on Coke. They're all high on Coke. Everybody is on Johnny Depp was in this movie. He brought some Coke. He absolutely did. The whole reason why he was cast was the Craven's daughter thought he was dreaming. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's great. It's hey, put a, on this crop top again. My daughter saw you in. Yeah. Hey, would you, uh, we need to, we need to uh, do wardrobe with some crop tops today. Would you come on over to my house? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my daughter just got to look at you. That's a real uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey move. <laughs> never just killed like, anybody though. He, he never killed anybody. Nope. <laughs> All right. Are you going to let your kid watch this? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> We have said it before. I think it's good for them to be a little bit scared. You yeah. know? Yeah. But man, this is a good time. This is the first kind of going into Halloween season with my kid. Yeah. We went into the Halloween store not too long ago. Oh, and, yeah. And we saw, um, oh my gosh, what's his name from Trick or Treat? The little pumpkin dude. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know what you're talking oh! about. Oh, people are yelling right now. But anyway, saw him, the uh-huh. little pumpkin dude. Yeah. Uh, as an animatronic, and then this big, just beast dude, that big, fat thing with a chainsaw. My kid, we saw this like maybe three weeks ago now at this point. Mm-hmm. He still brings it up that like big guy and the pumpkin guy, they're they're not here. And it's just like, no, buddy, they're they're fake. They're at the store. Like they're mm-hmm. they were animatronics. They were puppets. They're not real. They're fake. They're fake. They're fake. And he'll just like repeat that. I'm just like. Oh, oh no. man, he's totally scared of those things, dude. Yeah. That's probably why he's waking up now and just crying and screaming for me because he imagines that little pumpkin dude and the big fat guy with the chainsaw. Probably. Just trying to get him. Yeah. And just like, shit, I did it already. <laughs> I scared him. Yeah. I wanted to wait until he was like nine, 10 years old to show him Freddy so that he'll have my same dreams and I could pass it on to Diablo to him. <laughs> But I gave it to him too soon. Oh, he's going to be Diablo peeing at six. That's and it's not just good. Little kid stuff is weird, man. You know, yeah. where <laughs> we watched on YouTube, it was just going through like, he's into watching like uh, weird little um, house clips right now where like they make their house all cool. And like this guy does like Ghostbusters on the clips, side of his house. Clips from the movie House? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, like on the, he's doing yeah, like no, projection no, no. stuff on yeah. his house uh-huh. and a Beetlejuice w- one came on and he was really interested in Beetlejuice mm-hmm. so I was like eh, let's see what he thinks about a little bit of Beetlejuice so I threw like a YouTube clip of Beetlejuice on and he was laughing at that I'm like okay All right. doesn't scare Beetlejuice doesn't scare him but the weird little creature from Trick or Treat does that's way scarier than Beetlejuice in my opinion Michael Keaton is a treasure and he should scare my son yeah <laughs> long and the short of it Yes, I will show my kids Nightmare or Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, like nine, ten years old. It's just it's always the it's always the age yeah. that I feel is good. You especially something like this movie that I think is very important. And who knows? Maybe he'll see a different horror movie that'll 
make this movie look like chopped liver by the time he gets to it. You know, he'll just see it like, yeah, this looks super shitty, Dad. Like, yeah, this is very bad. And yeah. I'm like, what? This is great. You suck, Dad. Yeah, Dad, you suck, and your choice in movies sucks. Yeah, Dad, I think Nightmare on Elm Street sucks. And I was like, no, he's gonna like he 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 doesn't have to wait almost forty years to figure it out. He's gonna yeah. be like on the first watch. No, Dad, the end doesn't make sense. This movie sucks. Dad, this actress is really bad. The mom is horrible, Dad. Dad, yeah. this this movie, <laughs> he's laughing the whole time, Dad. There's nothing this, scary about that. This sucks. <laughs> You know what? You're not my son. <laughs> You're not my son. <laughs> Dad, there's literally a war outside right now. Yeah, exactly. You show me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are suiting up to fight bugs from space, yeah. Dad. Why are we watching this bullshit? Dad, our planet is dying. Why are we watching this fucking movie? <laughs> Shut up, DiCaprio. It's fine. <laughs> you don't know anything, kid. Watch this one now. It's called Dream Warriors. Yeah. Here's some heroin. Yeah. Heroin. You know, the scourge of... Well, I, yeah, I guess that's not really a thing anymore that yeah, people... Not, People are nuking now. Yeah, people Gabe, are nuking. Gabe, what about you, man? A movie that means so much to you. What about you and this movie? Um, you know, with it's, your kids. Yeah, it's it's a love hate for me because I love this movie and it's awesome and I love horror films and it's also part of the reason why like I didn't sleep well as a kid and all that stuff. And my kids sleep wonderfully. You know, I I hear. I'm not saying that to rub it in your your face. Son of a bitch. I know, I know. <laughs> but I think part of why they sleep so well is I haven't subjected them to any of this type of shit. I really haven't. Their right. life is so great and perfect and wonderful that they just close their eyes. They're going to bed like happy and loving life, and everything's great. And that's all I want ever. So I think like, do I show them this? Yeah, but it's going to be like one of those scenarios where I told you where they're like teenagers and we go like weekend retreat. Yeah. And I go, we're going to watch gnarly movies that are funny and full of boobs and we're going to watch crazy violent action movies and we're going to watch super scary movies. And the first one we're going to see is Nightmare on Elm Street. And they're going to be like, their heads are going to explode because hopefully they'll have (laughs) avoided the pratfalls of the world and you know this one you know weekend dad will will ruin everything but yeah i don't know 13 <laughs> 12 13 somewhere in there is there what i'm thinking go. yeah we discussed it we went into all the things uh there's there's a lot of fun trivia like you can go on and read all about like where freddie came from and how you know west craven had these cool dreams and ideas and yeah. he read these like articles from the la times about stuff that was happening it's all really interesting, whether you like love the movie or you hate it. Um, it's it's interesting to hear the backstory. Made for under two million, and it just you know it was a box office success. It was gigantic. It was like you know twenty six million or twenty eight million or something like that. Insanity, like, just huge. It's awesome, yeah. like massive nineteen eighties money. That's like a billion dollars today. You know, <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but, go read all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Yeah, but there you go. We can um, go talk about it for another hour if we wanted to. Yeah, we've already gone for such a long time. Like the glove, the glove is gone. I know the original, it's just gone. Yeah, some asshole has it. I can't do anything with it because it's stolen. Yeah, it's well, probably thrown away at this point. Who knows? At this point, it's probably thrown away. Yeah. Like it was probably somewhere, and then someone was like, "What is this dumb shit?" and threw it, threw it away. away. Yeah, yeah. God, it's insane that that's gone. I know. I know. Anyway, it's okay. It's fine. Andy. <laughs>
<laughs> Do you have a recommendation? You want to keep the spooky train going? I'm keeping the spooky train going for a movie that is not scary. It's not scary. It is not scary. Okay. Tell I me think, about I this. I think with your wife, I think she can handle it. I want to recommend a movie that is just released on HBO Max. So make sure you subscribe. Use our special promo code. Uh, <laughs> juices. Juices. Uh, get it on there. Get HBO Max and watch the new... I did not write down the director's name. James Wan? James Wan. James Wan. Yeah. The new James Wan movie called Malignant. My friends, go and watch this movie. It's about the lady that has a mole and it goes unchecked. Go and watch this movie (laughs) before anybody ruins this movie for you. Go and watch this movie and sit down and have some fun. It's going to start off with some spookiness. But just know it's a good start to the Halloween season movie where the spookiness is going to lead to something else and you are going to get the most batshit banana movie of 2021. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give away too much. Just know that shit gets fucking wild real fast (laughs) in this movie. Really? It is a movie where you go, I know where this is going. Oh, I see what they're doing here. What in the absolute fuck are they doing here? And it is, it is, it is. (laughs) It was one of those things where I sat down to start this movie. My wife was like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. Don't worry about it. I'll come in here and I'll just read. So (laughs) she, she went to the shower. I watched this movie. Oh, spookiness, spookiness. She came in. Hey, watch out. This might be a little spooky. She sat down, started watching with me, and like, what? And I'm like, this is not how the movie was like five minutes ago. <laughs> and it then takes a hard right to another hard right to a hard left. Next thing you know, you're lost in the craziness, and you're like, I want a sequel immediately. Really? It is. But be warned, it is bad in the best way possible. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go see Malignant. Don't read anything on Twitter. Don't uh, let anybody ruin the stupidness of this movie. That is so, I mean, that honestly, for me, that's like the best recommendation yeah. you can make because that's all I want to see now. Yeah, go, go watch Malignant. <laughs> it is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do, back in the day, uh-huh. uh, a movie night at my old apartment with my roommate and my wife called Bad Movie Nights, and people would come over and we'd watch the best bad movies. We'd watch The Room. We'd watch yeah. uh, Miami Connection and all this sort of stuff. This is the sort of movie that we would have watched right after I saw it. I'd been like, I'm bringing everybody over, and we we're all watching this together because this needs to happen with a group of people so we can all yell at the screen. Well, all right. That's, uh, Go see Malignant. That's a Happy big, Halloween. That's a big deal. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> well, we got to see it. I want to keep the spook train going, too, with a, a very fun movie that I saw. It is called Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat. Oh. This movie is uh, was released in 1991. It is available on Amazon Prime, so it is for free if you're a subscriber to Amazon Prime. It says that it is starring Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is in this movie. He is not the star. He is uh, in it for like 10 minutes. And uh, I will just read this uh, this description. Count Marjulak, the leader of the vampires, has ended their tradition of human bloodletting and has placed his followers on a diet of synthetic bottled blood. But when a new family moves into the town, the natives start to crave the real thing. 
this movie is 1991, but it is like peak late 80s, early 90s insanity. This movie is so fun and terrible, just absolutely terrible. Like it's so it's it's just like Andy said. I mean, it's 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 great. It's bad in the in the best way. It's just so bad, and it's it's got some really hilarious one-liners that go into some stuff. I don't want to. I also don't want to spoil this for anybody. But it is there's a scene where it is discovered how they can use guns to kill vampires, and there's a wild west shootout. <laughs> between vampires and other vampires with like old western guns. Oh my God. It is so great. And oh damn it, it's just I love it. The only thing it's missing is I believe there's only one gratuitous boob scene. It needs more crazy <laughs> boob scenes. But it's uh, it's very fun. So it's called Sundown the Vampire in Retreat. Oh and my gosh. when you look up like IMDb and stuff, it says like cast there is no information. Like, <laughs> information on the film, there is no information. It is just a thing where you just jump on on uh, Amazon Prime and watch it, and you'll have a great time. It's a lot of fun. Dude, so. this looks great. David Carradine. And yeah, all. that's right. Oh, Carradine my... is Marjolac. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this looks great. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's revealed at one point that, like, the the mother of the, the mother of the family is, like, totally boning down with these other dudes like multiple dudes and and it's just like it's the weirdest shit like it's the it, it looks like a normal movie and every five minutes something new is revealed that you're like wait what marjolac is this I can't or wait. the mom is that it, it's and it's hilarious and the little there's little girls in the movie and the little girls say funny terrible stuff it's just it's great like at one point the mom bribes them to get into a coffin to hide and they're just like we're not gonna do this and she's like will you do it for mcdonald's and they're like happy meals and they like hop in and she closes them in uh you sent us that clip i did oh shit okay it's so good I, oh shit it's so good okay that scene <laughs> that scene is followed by a wild west shootout with vampires guys you gotta watch it Sun, oh my god sundown the vampire in retreat available on amazon you guys use our promo code does this suck? And you get uh, Amazon Prime when you subscribe. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, you guys, this was unbelievable. We are scared as hell, and I hope you are too. You know where to find us, you guys. We are always here in your dreams with with your friend Freddie, and we're in your, your nightmares too. Gabe, why don't you get us out of here? Because I'm not saying real words anymore. <laughs> You're just too frightened, and it's way too late. As always, this is Gabe Martinez and Andy Diaz reminding you to never watch anything unless it happens to be a film about a misunderstood janitor that, you know, really never quite hit his stride and was snuffed out in his prime before he had a chance to go to the big leagues. And uh, along the way... Make sure if you have any friends that are from Bali, any Balinese people, give them a hug, give them a high five, because their wisdom saved at least one teenager for like a minute, because maybe this movie sucks. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Oh, fuck.
You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. 